Welcome to TechPoint Foundation for Youth's STEMcast, sponsored by Roche. Each episode, we sit down with an expert in the STEM industry to get the answers to questions students like me want to know. Roche Diagnostics is a proud sponsor of the STEMcast. Roche Diagnostics has been a part of the Indianapolis landscape since 1964. More than 4,000 employees work to provide insights that help people around the world manage and improve personal health conditions, leading in the development of diagnostic products for cancer, cardiac health, infectious diseases, women's health, and diabetes management. Roche is a proud supporter of TechPoint Foundation for Youth and the Advancement of STEM Education. Today, we're chatting with Kate from Microsoft. Let's begin. What do you do? I'm a software engineer by trade. So I studied computer science as an undergrad, started working for a company called Raytheon straight out of college as a software engineer. We did a lot of defense and intelligence stuff for obviously the U.S. government and many of our allies around the world. And then uh, I got a master's degree in systems engineering, and I kind of worked my way up the technical ranks at Raytheon. So, you know, I had an opportunity to be a chief engineer for a business segment and a technical director for a product line. My favorite job I had at Raytheon, I was the innovation center director for a, a global corporate innovation organization. So I got to travel the world and, you know, talk to people about crazy ideas that they had and then empower them to go turn them into reality, which was just so much fun. It was ridiculous to get paid for it. Like, I just loved it that much. That's fantastic. It's awesome. And now I work at Microsoft. I'm actually three weeks into my new job there. So I am the chief technology officer for worldwide defense and intelligence at Microsoft, which, uh, you know, every time I say that out loud, I have to pinch myself. So yeah, STEM has been good to me. And I, I truly love what I do. That's crazy. That's really cool. Oh my goodness. You've had so many different like opportunities. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. It's been a wild ride. That's for sure. And not over yet. I mean, I have what, 20 more years left to work. So more to come. So the first question I'm going to ask is what is the most interesting or quirky job, whether that be in STEM or outside of STEM? Okay. So probably the quirkiest job I've ever had, if I look back and I've had a lot of jobs in high school, one of the first jobs I ever had I worked at an Italian sandwich shop in my hometown. So it's the kind of job, yeah, it's food service, right? So you learn how to deal with people. You learn how to deal with lots of different personalities with your your coworkers and also your customers. You come home smelling like a French fry every day, right? My, My car always smelled like an Italian sandwich shop. But I distinctly remember, I'm, I'm like a recovering perfectionist, always want to do the best possible job, right? And I remember my boss pulling me aside one night and he was like, listen, Kate, you're a really hard worker and you're doing a great job, but girl, you just don't know how to mop. Like you don't oh. know how to mop a floor at all. Yeah. And it's, that's stuck with me. I still, to this day, I'm 38 years old now. Whenever I mop the floor, I like remember my first boss telling me that. So <laughs> you don't know how to mop. Oh my goodness. I feel like I've gotten better at it, but this is why I had to go get a degree and do computer science. Cause like I can't mop apparently. Yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh my goodness. You can't mop. <laughs> good, good feedback. Thank you, sir. Yes, I'm sure that's helped you even to this day, you said, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So obviously, aside from mopping, what is a failure of yours that has taught you something that you carry throughout your daily life? Other than mopping. Um, Yes, other than mopping. (laughs) 
I mean, there, I will be honest with you, there have been so many failures along the way. And I think in society, we stigmatize failure in a way that's really unhealthy, right? But when you're a STEM professional, failure is part of the process. That's, that's how we try things and how we learn and then how you refine as you move forward. For example, I've, I've done a lot in research and development where you're building new products, you're testing out hypotheses and, and capabilities that have never existed before. I have fallen on my face so many times during that process. I can only imagine. Yeah. yeah. And when I was kind of a junior engineer, that was hard because just like I shared in the mopping story, I'm a recovering perfectionist and you want to get it right the first time. And you just have to accept the fact that you're not going to. And that's okay because that's how you learn. So I have learned a lot just through those those trials and walking through the failure and knowing that, you know what, it's okay and not everything's going to work out. But the important part is how you recover from failure and how you move forward on it. So yeah, I mean, I've broken a lot of code. I have I have broken products. There have been many moments in my career where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm the I am the weakest link, right? <laughs> but it's it's all part of the process. And that yeah. is a lesson unto itself. Yeah, for sure. I feel like STEM has so much more than just the science, technology, engineering, and math portion of it. There's so mm-hmm. much behind the scenes. Going off of that, just the science, technology, engineering, math, I mean, a lot of people know that STEM. But bigger picture, what does STEM mean to you beyond just those four words? So to me, it's it's a mindset, right? I think the, the biggest thing I learned when I was studying computer science wasn't necessarily how to write code. It was how to think through problems, you know? And once you have that STEM mindset, you apply it to every single thing you do yeah, in life. Yeah, yeah. You, you really do. So, you know, I, even if, you know... I'm trying to work through something with my family or I'm balancing my checkbook or, you know, what my car tire just blew. Let's say I, I apply this STEM mindset to it where I go, okay, I'm going to gather the data so I can understand the problem. Yep. I'm going to establish some sort of hypothesis or a path forward. And then I'm going to go test it and see if it works out. And if it doesn't, I'm going to go back to the, the drawing table and, and come up with my next approach, wash, rinse, repeat. And to me, it is, it's that mindset that makes you a STEM professional. So that that's what STEM is all about, in my opinion. Yeah, that's cool. It's, it's really just going through the steps, like even for me, and I'm only in high school, but like just through like even schooler stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, like I just follow the engineering process. I'm like, wait, like this is engineering, but it still works. It so. does. It does. <laughs> and it's funny how that permeates all of your life at some point. Yeah. I mean, my I feel like my family doesn't even want to play a board game with me at this point because I'm like, because you're I'm, so good at it. I'm gonna stem the heck out of this, you know. And it's <laughs> everything stem you the do, heck out of this, you apply that mindset. That's a new quote. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's a good quote. <laughs> yeah. So, what is something either in high school or in college that you learned that you just thought was like completely useless or that you just didn't think was important, but now looking back on it, you're like, wow, I'm really glad I learned that. I'm really glad someone explained that to me. That's a great question. Um, I was, uh, a lot of people don't know this. So I, I studied computer science. My minor was English literature. And no I, way. Yeah. And I did it ju- honestly, just because I've always liked to read and I had some extra credits to fill. So I got my English literature minor. And I never, ever thought that it was going to play into my my career or my yeah. professional life. But honestly, I think one of the things that has really set me apart in my career and helped advance my career in many ways was me being able to communicate with people. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. 
in STEM, you're going to have to be able to figure out how to communicate ideas to lots of different audiences. Some of those folks are very technical, like yourself. Others, you know, maybe maybe it's people that are from business or from industry or a customer set who they don't necessarily have that same technical knowledge that you do, but you got to relay the thought to them somehow. And I think being able to communicate really tough concepts in a succinct and concise way for different audiences is a skill. So I always tell people, you know, take that technical writing course, take some communications classes, get to know um, your fellow comms majors, right? Make them your best friends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's funny. I'm sure there are some interesting stories that you have from working in STEM for so long. What is your favorite part about working within the STEM industry? Obviously, you've been in like multiple different areas of it, but what's been your favorite part and is your favorite part? I think for me, it's always been about going to work every day and feeling like I'm making a difference, you know, and that's part of why I've stayed working in aerospace and defense and intelligence for so long. You know, we work on some really critical missions that frankly make the world a safer place. And so I have the opportunity and the privilege to go to work every day and use technology as an enabler to make a difference in people's lives, make a difference for nations around the world. It's hard, it's hard to wrap your brain around that. I, I remember the first day I went to work when I graduated from college, I walked in the doors at, at Raytheon, which was my first real job. And I was blown away by the types of missions I was going to get to support with my computer science degree. You know, I'm a small town girl. I come from Amish country, Pennsylvania. Never in my wildest dreams did I think that I would get to have this sort of an impact. Uh, Not to mention, it's fun and it's rewarding. And you work with brilliant people who love what they do too. So it just keeps me coming back every day. And there are lots of days where it's like, it doesn't even feel like work because you care about it so much. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah. When did you first realize your love for STEM then? So when did you first like realize this and like, oh yeah, let's just try it. I've always been drawn towards STEM type activities. You know, I always wanted to solve puzzles. I was fortunate that my dad especially was really into technology when I was a kid. And so, yeah, I'm a child of the 80s. We had a Commodore 64 in our basement, which probably doesn't mean a whole lot to, you know, to the younger listeners out there. But that was one of the first home computers that you could have. Yeah. It wasn't very impressive. You know, it, it didn't exactly have a, a, a whole lot of capabilities in it. But I, my parents gave me free reign just to play with it and to explore. And if I accidentally bricked a piece of technology, as they say, you know, I broke it. They weren't happy with me, but it wasn't a big deal. And the fact that they let me explore technology, I think, really shaped my decisions down the road because I was able to just go have that freedom to play and to try things. And that kind of plays into that STEM mindset that we talked about. You know, it's the the that air of discovery. So I think for me, that's what sparked it. And then by the time I I was graduating from high school it brought me full circle back to that love of computing. And that's why I went into computer science. That's great. Just doing that from a young age of just exploring the technology that existed, even though it wasn't necessarily what we have today. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I try and do that for my kids now. You know, my, my nine-year-old has a Raspberry Pi. Oh Um, yeah. We we're learning coding here at home. And I think if you can make it fun and exciting and, and make it about having a good time and solving puzzles instead of, hey, we must learn this thing. They don't even realize that they're learning and you make it fun. Yeah, that's great. That's what I like about STEM. You don't even really realize you're 
doing all of that. Like it doesn't have to be big, long math equations. It's like really cool. Yeah, exactly that. So now we open up the mic to our guests so she can share about current projects within their organization. So Kate, is there anything else you'd like to tell us about Microsoft before we conclude? Sure. Yeah. Thank you, Claire. So like I said, you know, I'm still relatively new to this company, but I was so proud to join Microsoft because for one, you know, it's obviously one of the biggest technology companies on the planet. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Everybody knows Microsoft. Yeah. It, it was founded in, I think, 1975 in, in a garage and look at where it is today, right? It's pretty cool. And I, I joined Microsoft, not just because it's a big company and it's well known, but because the mission of this company, it really resonated with me. And, and that's the one thing I would say to students, especially if you're coming out of high school or college and you're looking at your career and you're trying to figure out where you want to work. There's so many options out there nowadays. Look for a company whose values and mission align with yours. So, you know, at, at Microsoft, the mission is to empower every person and every organization on the planet to achieve more. That stuck me. That I, It got me, right? Because everything that I want to do with technology is about making a difference for others. So I'm really proud to work there. I love that Microsoft is investing in the world and in communities in so many ways. So they believe in sustainability and in helping the environment. Big proponents of diversity and inclusiveness as well, which matters a lot to me as a woman in, in STEM and a woman in engineering. So I'm just really proud to be there and I'm excited to have the next generation of STEM professionals come join us too. So Claire, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Like I said, I love TechPoint Foundation. Me too. (laughs) My favorite nonprofit on the planet. And I'm so proud to be a part of it on the board of directors. But thanks for having me today. And I can't wait for you to come work for Microsoft, Claire, because I want you on my team. One day, maybe one day. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. I look forward to it. Thank you to Kate from Microsoft for joining us today. We gained a great deal of insight on the mindset of STEM and taking risks. We hope you learned something new. If you'd like to learn more about TechPoint Foundation for Youth and the thousands of students we serve in Indiana or the programs we provide for STEM education, please visit techpointyouth.org. Remember, if you have a STEM question, call us at 317-975-0078 and leave a voicemail. You may hear your call on the show.